going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pop Culture Corner. I am so sorry I have to make this intro really, really short. Make sure to like, share, subscribe. But we're about to have quite the conversation, and it's going to lead into something a little bit bigger. So without further ado, I'm uh, welcoming Mr. Black Ops and uh, my convention-goer partner, Saggy Melons. What's going on? What up? What up? Hello. Um, so I, I had, I had originally intended on, you know, talking today about, about Syl and Mikey and how they continue that narrative of, um, you know, the, the Snyderverse and, and moving the goalposts and, and, you know, kind of why, why are they doing this? Like, how are they tricking their audience into thinking that the Snyderverse is continuing, and why isn't the audience pushing back against this? Now, I don't know if any of you have thoughts on, on, on that aspect of it. Why? Why do you think this continues to happen? Who wants to go first? One, I was just gonna say because because it's what their audience wants, and they're literally just doing what what their audience wants to hear. And even no matter what type of information drops, they're gonna find a way to spin it. So that their audience is pleased, because that's that's what they do it for. Like if there wasn't an audience for this, and it wasn't super chats coming in for this, like there's there's like no reason for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, okay. So you guys were talking about um, Sil in his group chat. Um, what, what 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 were you guys trying to say? Oh well. Um. So apparently, uh, somebody who is kind of like tired of the the crap and the things that were going on the things being said about other content creators that have been criticizing them they said that it's been going a little too crazy a little too far in their opinion so we started getting messages uh and being shown um some of the conversations that have been taking place in sills dm group for his channel members and friends and uh yeah it's been, it was pretty alarming to see uh certain names uh, in those uh, well, DM can, groups, can you can what what were the, who are the names that they're that they're talking about? Matt Jarbo's got to be one of them. Well, Matt Jarbo, recently myself, uh, the widow Ashley, RJ, uh, mainly the biggest key focuses of their their scorn is Jarbo, myself, uh, and RJ because we are the most vocal when it comes to the Snyder Cut movement. So they they really don't like us. <laughs> okay, and and were these? I mean, were these comments uh, derogatory? What what made them stick out? Um, just uh, the level of obsession with not just the the Snyder cut and the the, the the weird way. It's like to explain it. It's it's borderline cult mentality. You know, and I know we say that often, but like it really is. If you look at what a textbook cult is, a lot of the people we say this about are really exhibiting a lot of the traits of what a legitimate cult is. So it was a lot of that, a lot of um, mentions of looking in, digging up dirt on people. It, it was really like really bad. Okay. And, and, that that does alarm me because I mean that kind of behavior can only be summed up as you're right, uh, uh, cult like mentality. Um, 
you know, they'll kind of do whatever they need to do to protect their image. And the Snyder Cut people, or like, the, I'm not talking about the Snyder Cut movement as a gen, like, as a total, because there are great people that, that are a part of this movement. But there's this one little side of it that's just a, 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 a cone or a filter. And it's like an upside down, uh, think of an ice upside down ice cream cone, right? You have Geekosity, Sil, all those guys at the top, and they filter and leak the information downward, right? So it goes outward and in, into the general public. Um, and that's how they keep their 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 narration going. Um, the street, and then you know the money cup gets sent back up, uh, and the and the scoops get sent back down. And it's a trade off between them and the audience, right? So the audience thinks they're getting something in return for what they're paying, and and in in truth, what they're getting is Mikey, for all intents and purposes, at this point, making shit up. I mean, even Jarbo's parted ways with him. Yeah. I mean, so, it, it That's just, exactly it, what they're doing tonight. Just damage control, making more shit up. And like, what do you mean tonight? Because they're doing a stream right now and they're basically talking about Jim Lee. And it's basically just them trying to say that Jim Lee doesn't know what he's talking about and that he's not involved with the film has, side of shit. It has nothing to do with Jim Lee. It, listen. Like in the sense that they, the reason they're targeting the Jim Lee thing is because Jim Lee said, "No, we don't have any active plans for the Snyder Cut." They're targeting for that reason. What they're not targeting is the fact that Warner Brothers fails to acknowledge the Snyderverse at all. Shazam, even in their marketing, used Justice League as 2017's canon. So. I mean, which they the have admitted for years that it's, that's their canon and they're not changing their minds about it. They said it's been the 2017 cut is their canon and they're going to move forward with that being their canon. So, I mean, yeah. Right, right. And, and, um, oh, good catch. Did I spell geek Lols. Wait, how is it supposed to be spelled? S T U P I D I T Y. What did you just spell? <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> I, I I think I thought so. I don't I don't get the is she joking? Because I, I definitely spelt it right. It's Geek O City, right? That's how you spell it. Geek O like, City with an S. Oh, it's not with an it's not with a C. No, it's with an S. Oh, fuck. You had one job, bro. All oh, right, tie failed. <laughs> it happens. I, I, I can't even... No, I can't even talk shit about them if I... Well, I'm not talking shit about them. But well, I spelled it wrong in the thumbnail, in the tweets, everything. If it makes you feel better, I have literally spelt Zack Snyder's last name with wrong the- a few times. I just didn't care to correct it. <laughs> Wow. People know what I'm talking about. I, I, it's okay. Uh, you can fix it in post. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no, there's no fucking Twitter edit button. I've been, I've been doing hashtag Geek O City instead of the real one. <laughs> what an idiot I am. Uh, no, but anyway, uh, whatever the fucking name is. Um, listen, they're a grift. 
And Diasha, I still she hasn't she hasn't phonetically spelt out her name for me yet. Uh, but uh, I'm in talks with her about her joining us uh, on the Pop Culture Corner as a third host. So um, she she knows her shit. She's 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 witty and she's and she's good. So uh, I like her. But anyway, back to the subject. Uh, Black Ops. I know you don't have a, a like you don't have like a do you have like a personal thing about this? Because uh, a lot of people uh, feel personally about it. Because maybe at one point they they did trust Mikey or they did take Mikey as a serious journalist. I know at one point I did. Um, so you know I've gone on record saying that Mikey Sutton uh, is one of the scoopers that I do trust. I retract it all. Um, is that is that how you guys feel a little bit? Um, I'll just say that personally, I could really give a shit. I just think it's funny the way that they do, like the way they conduct themselves and the way they conduct the magazine. And it's just like, it's very funny because all the facts are pointing some other way, but they're still trying to figure out different ways to make it still look like what they've been predicting, what they've been saying is right. And of course they do get stuff right. I'm not going to say that they're, they're always wrong, but a lot of stuff that they mainly hold and they like there's, they build a bridge that they want to die on and they just stick with it. Even if the facts completely go away from it, they're just like, yes, let's just figure out ways to kind of like kind of change kind of things. What's actually going on to like what we've been saying. And I just think it's funny. I just think it's funny because it's like, dude, this is like nothing is showing signs that like Zach is back. And like the Teen Titan Go stuff, that that is just hilarious to me. That's such a troll on the fan base, bro. If I've ever seen a troll on the yeah. fan base, that it's got to be that. I mean, so Saggy, what you're doing a stream tonight, and you, and you say that you're gonna you're gonna go in at them. Uh, can I get your thoughts on someone? What? So Andy Signor is a is a name <laughs> is a name that I have not mentioned on this channel to date. Who is Andy Signor, and why? Uh, why are why are you, you know, taking a stand against him? Um, why are you against me? Oh my god! <laughs> I love it. Um, it's 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 a lot, and I don't have much time to go through all of it. But like the 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 TLDR version of it is, um. Andy is uh, somebody who was canceled a few years back. Uh, he was Me Too'd, but um, he cleared his name of one accusation, but uh, there were many other accusations against him that kind of just got swept under the rug. But, you know, when I first met him, he seemed cool. He seemed nice. Uh, then, you know, as as you get to know somebody more, the, the true colors show. Um, I originally was going to leave it alone because I kind of just moved on. I didn't care. But then, you know, I saw the way... Uh, he was treating other content creators and people that he would bring into the fold. Again, another example of a cult mentality. And uh, the more people that he has lied about, slandered, and, and used to further victimize himself for his audience to continue to give him money uh, made me realize, like, yeah, this is somebody that needs to be called out. So then I just kind of started digging in. And it, it, there's a lot with, with him. Um, it's pretty sad and it's pretty pathetic that, you know, these audiences just are so oblivious to the the, the, the manipulation they're being um, 
dealt with. So it's so he's not so he clear he did clear his name though of the charges of um because I I remember we had a talk on the way up to Springfield. By the way, uh, you know, did you see it? You you were on the news. Who? You. Me. Yeah, uh, on the on Springfield news, they were doing a newscast in the in the con, and you just so happened to walk by. Oh, cool. Let's go. Yeah, I I thought I tagged you in it earlier. No. Oh, I don't know. I I probably didn't see. I was really busy today. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Um, anyway, so we had a conversation up in the car about, uh, you know, how, so he did clear his name. He's, he didn't do anything with underage women, but he still is that kind of like popcorn planet is, is like another light cast. It's another geekosity, right? Is basically what you're saying. It's, it's more like he, he cleared his name of one accusation of a more serious one. Uh, there are multiple accusations of sexual harassment that he just never addressed and just let slipped under the rug. Um, but it, it, he's just a very, very interesting individual. <laughs> well, so check. I mean, I, I'm going to look more into him. Uh, I mean, Black Ops, do you know anything or, or do you have a do you have a, a, a thoughts on on Andy Signor? Dude is creepy as hell. What do you what do you mean creepy though? So everyone says that. That's the part I don't get. I I just the things. Does he give he... off a creepy vibe online? That's hard uh, to do. Well, just like the things that like say he has talked about in our streams, dude's just creepy. The dude's just weird and just like is a huge giant red flag. Okay, okay. Well, uh, so Mikey Sutton, uh, uh, if I can show you this article here. So after San Diego Comic-Con, after Jim Lee's statements, um, this article came out from Geekosity. Now, I, I, I can zoom in a little bit if you'd like. Warner Brothers Discovery acknowledges Snyderverse with new projects. Now let's highlight that date, guys. What date does that say? I, I can't read. Wait, really? We know you no. can't read. No, no, I can't read. Uh, I don't have my glasses on, but I believe it is the 24th of I July. zoomed in a little bit for you. Yeah, July 24th, 2022. So literally. So this is the yesterday. day after. Yes, yesterday, right? So it, instead, you know, basically what Mikey's doing here, this is the article that is kind of like Mikey coming out and retracting what he said before and now spinning it in a new light, creating a new narrative, and then pushing that forward. Um, I mean, if we go through it a little bit, right? So Warner Brothers Discovery acknowledges Snyderverse fans with two new DC projects. However, because Henry Cavill's rumored uh, Comic-Con experience fizzled, their significance diminished without the Cavill gossip crash. These announcements would have brought faith, Alfred, faith to Zack Snyder fans. Dude, he sounds he, he's now writing directly to the Snyder fans using quotes like that to buzz them in. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Faith, faith, Alfred, faith. That's commonly said by the, the real Snyder diehards, right? Because that's like, you know, Batman has faith finally, right? It correlates to the narrative that they want. 
it's 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 honestly kind of creep. I mean, not creepy, but I mean, are are I don't. How is their audience not fucking getting it? Because they like it. it. It's the it's stroking. It's stroking their whatever you want to consider it. But like this is the thing. Like if you look back at how Mikey used to do these articles, um, they were fine, and, and and they didn't have this whole cater to the mob mentality that they now have, where they say certain things to kind of get the Snyder fandom riled up. Uh, it's it's very disingenuous because now that Mikey has tapped that clout well and is using that with Sill, um, you can see the, the the change in writing. You can see the change in tone. Um, ever since you know Mikey and uncertain friends that he has had has part ways, and he's cling, clinged on to Sill and his audience. It's it's literally just that. It, it's 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 a giant rift, and they and they, jo- yeah. and, and they joke about it. They joke about it like it's funny. It's like yeah, it's funny that you're pretty much no better than the people you shit on as far as big content creators that you guys crap on. Like, you guys are no better. You're, if anything, you're worse now. So, can I ask you a question? So, do you think the day is going to come soon where someone... Because fu- Lightcast kind of did the same thing, right? And you remember how Lightcast had an event happen that made them turn the light out? No pun intended. Do you mm. think that we'll ever see the day where Geekosity turns the lights out? I think once once it's officially announced by WB or Zach himself that it's done, there's no hope, there's nothing going to happen, that Zach is doing his own thing, moved on, and WB or WB Discovery is not pursuing anything. Once it's officially announced... Um, I think that might be the the straw that breaks the camel's back, but until then, in terms of um, in terms of uh, yeah, because the hope is what's keeping most of these people in that that like do anything to get what they want mentality, right? Yeah, and they're looking for hope in anything that even mentions him. Like that's why I mentioned the Teen Titans Go because like some people are like. This means that it's restored because he signed the contract. He did all this stuff right. with Titans Go. It means right. it's back. It's like, I don't think it's that deep. And, like, I mean, if it does come out that, like, yeah, this is just, like, the first kind of, like, measure of it that it actually is, then I'll be like, holy shit. You know what? I'll give him that. But it's yeah, just like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. dude listen, no. Listen, listen. I'll go out and say this. I hope, I hope that by... Zach doing this project, this whole Teen Titans, because Zach does have a thing for animation. I don't know if you guys remember, but Zach did a Superman uh, 75th anniversary, I believe it was, uh, an animated Superman-like cartoon. It was like a a three-minute intro thing, and it was so good. It was like Superman through the years. Uh, they They touched on every note. It was like Superman flying through his comic history. It was amazing. Zach, Zach likes that animation stuff. So, you know, maybe by him doing this, it is a separate division. Like I'll, I'll give it, I'll give Mikey that Warner brothers animation, Warner brothers pictures, or now Warner brothers discovery. I don't whatever. They are separate divisions, but they also are fall under the same umbrella. They answer to the same fucking person, right? They all talk. They're one company. Or at least that's how it's supposed to work, right? 
So maybe by Zach doing this, we start mending broken bridges, right? Maybe this is the first step towards something better. But also, maybe it's nothing. Big nothing. <laughs> and but, it, more, more often than not, it's probably nothing. Right. But listen, uh, I do have to run because I do have to drop some tea on my channel. So I'm going to go do that. Well, send, send the link and I'll pop in if uh, I, I'd like to hear what you have to say. I won't talk too much, but I'll just sit in the background. Yeah, no, that's fine. But yeah, no, thanks for having me on for a little bit. Sorry, the timing is a little off. I was actually going to postpone, but everybody's like, no, we got to drop it tonight. And I was like, damn, mm -hmm. okay. Drop, drop the heat. Got to drop it tonight. But all right, I'll yeah, talk to you I'm guys gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to swap you out with Disha, Disha anyway. So, because uh, she's she's better than, no, I'm just kidding. I love you, Saggy. I'll see you soon. Love you too. Love you. Love you, Jimbo. Bye, guys. Hey, 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 hey. Tell Pat. I said, uh, oh, uh, actually, have him call, text me so I have his number. It's because uh, uh, Logan really loved those um, CBD treats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lo loved it. And then, he, and then he's so relaxed after. So I really want to uh, partner with him on that. That, that. Those things are good. Yeah, no, definitely. I'll let him know. All right, guys. I'll see you later. For anyone who doesn't know, uh, uh, Saggy Melons is a channel. She didn't say it. Uh, Saggy Melons with a Z, not an S. As she says, if you put an S, you'll go to the darkest dimensions of the universe and the internet, and it'll be gross. Um, but let me get Deisha on here. I don't have her. I don't know how I'm going to do this, though, because I don't have her tw Twitter or anything. Um, Deisha, send me your Twitter so I, I, can, I can send it there. But so... I want to talk a little bit about Sill because I've had Sill on multiple times. Honestly, the guy's not bad. He's not a bad person. Um, but a lot of people think that he's the one with all the knowledge. That is not the that, he gets all of his stuff from Mikey. He he said, I mean, he claims to have other sources, but let's face it, his other sources are most likely Mikey, right? Um, or 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 deep connections with Mikey. Um, in that same camp. So all the information is coming from one place. It's all geared towards one one narrative. And that narrative is so that they're tapping into the Snyderverse, right? It's a common tactic, like cast and the cultured nerd. They use this tactic. Ironically, Silin Abdul was involved with both of those. So he he left those entities, created his own channel, linked up with Mikey and then virtually created the same style show as Lightcast, right? It was scoops and scoops and scoops. We have all we have, we have all the knowledge of the Snyderverse, what's happening. We have all the knowledge of, you know, who's doing what, what's where. We're remote viewing uh Zack Snyder at his house uh and, and and we got our crystal balls. I mean, is it is it, enough is enough in my mind. What do you what, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's just like, I get you want to appease and please your audience, but it comes to a point where it like comes in the questionability of like your integrity. It's like, I, I like, and that's why I'm like, I don't fault them because what they're doing right now is keeping them, keeping the lights on, keeping their channels flowing. They have tons of viewers and stuff like that because 
all of them are just at the end of the day just hopeful that they'll get something that they like and that's something i can side with because i do want it to be restored but it's like oh not everything's you know just like there's nothing more than i want than for the the for Zack snyder to keep making dc movies honestly that's my honest opinion however i could tell when something is not happening and i hate to say it but this is one of those things because clearly the warner brothers has taken a separate direction with i mean all we have to say is is Shazam. Look at Shazam. Look at the intro. I mean, that that part's not going to be in the movie. That's clearly just for um the trailer. The trailer, like him flashing back and and seeing those other heroes, but I mean, it's it's also it's meant to show you that the the 2017 Justice League was canon. You know, Warner Brothers doesn't often come out on the stage and tell you what's happening, but they kind of did by say, by by showing you that, right? They they're showing you the direction they're headed. You get these little clues that you know left by Jim Lee and and, and um and stuff like that. So all all the and then Ben Affleck says he's not Batman. Henry Cavill says he doesn't know his future as Superman. Ezra Miller, don't get me started. Too much. Ray Fisher is only coming back in contingency with Zack Snyder's return. So that leaves us with Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot as 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 the two members of the Justice League going forward. Right now, do we build another Justice League around them, or do we drop? Do we give them a trilogy, right, and then drop the nuke on it? What do you What do you think? Should, I mean, do you think they should just start over? Jimbo? Honestly, at this point, that's what the like. Look, just look at the Flash and what they plan to do with the Flash. That's literally their point: the soft reboot to the point where it's just like, hey, we're going to change what we don't like and keep what we like. And it's just like you know, it is what it is. And it's just you gotta face the the facts of the current situations. The fact that years ago they mentioned that um, the 2017 cut is the canon. Uh, that they're going to stick with. So obviously the Justice League uh, with the, the whole dark side stuff is not canon. New Gods was canceled because of it. They're they're moving away from that direction. And it's just like all the signs, all the evidence, all that they've been talking about is pointing to that that yeah. fact. Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't agree more. And it's, it's not, it's, and I like how you use the word fact when he said it, right? Uh, because it is a fact at this point that the the DC universe is not going to be included. Zack Snyder is not going to be included in the current plans as of now. Now, that's not to say, you know, two years down the road, three years down the road, uh, HBO Max is running low on content again. And the call comes into Zack and says, hey, you know, why don't we try your thing? And why don't we try it on HBO Max? Why don't, you know, you know, uh, uh, we'll build a, a black black label or Elseworlds kind of story on HBO Max with your, you know, version of Justice League. That's a total possibility. Totally. But as of right now, that's not the case. Right? Because they would tell us that. Um, and it, it, it's not happening. So I guess... My question is, should I just start saying it's how ha- should I just say 
that the Snyderverse is happening? Hey, I have sources that said, tell me. I have a source that came to my house last night, right? And told me that the Snyderverse is being restored. This guy is a high-level Warner Brothers executive. Yeah, and he, he says, did it like in the form of a Zodiac letter with key phrases. Yep. I had to spend all night in the library ciphering his message, and his message was, it has been restored. So that, and like, what yeah. are we looking for to be restored? And, and honestly, with the code, he gave me a copy of the Omnibus. And 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 a Thanksgiving turkey to go with it too, um. So I mean, the whole thing is a, is a fucking joke at this point. Uh, Sill's a joke, right? Because Sill has some talent as a podcaster. He does. He can hold a conversation, but he wastes his time talking about only only talking about the Snyderverse, right? He doesn't branch out and, and talk about really anything else anymore, right? There's no. I mean, I'm watching. Uh, is anyone else watching Westworld right now? Westworld. No. Westworld is doing some crazy shit, literally crazy shit, and no one's talking about it online. Like the the uh, Westworld used to be like the you know Game of Thrones where it was tweeted about, but now it's it's not. It's overshadowed all every day, all day because of you know Comic Con right now and stuff like that. But I want to get your thoughts on a few things before, because um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep you too long because I know si- I don't want to I don't want to impede on Saggy. Um, if anything, I'd rather join her than than anything. But um, I mean, B- Black Ops and I will always be on at Mondays. But what time should maybe we should start earlier? Maybe like nine. Yeah, perhaps we we'll start a little earlier because that I mean, way, if she tonight- goes live at. Yeah, it's just today was just crazy. There's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of info dropping regarding this stuff. And it's just like we just decided that all like we had a talk today with a bunch of people. We decided like, let's just shotgun it. Let's not give it. Let's just go with it. Just him right now since Ari, like say he got message a ton last night about like her little tease of. Uh, with her show tonight and people were like whoa what the hell is going on and so we're just like yep just do it tonight um and and i mean do you think this is going to cause a wave i i think it definitely will maybe not fully tonight but man there's there's lots more to come there's a lot more okay well i mean i i i've been waiting for uh daisha but i don't know uh I mean, listen. What what the week? Uh, what, what were your thoughts on some of the Comic Con stuff? Uh, Daredevil: Born Again. Dude, it is amazing. I mean, Daredevil coming back. To, I mean, do you think it's going to be a variant, or do you think it'll be a a soft reboot continuation kind of thing? It's. I think more. It'll just be like it's just going to be like him coming back. I think it's they're just going to pick up where it left off. Toasty but... pause. You think they're just going to literally trying to you think they're really going to just pick it up where they left off because that, th- th- there's no way they could do that because remember at the end of season 3 of Daredevil uh Kingpin was in jail he was in prison so, so and the next time we see him is in Hawkeye not in prison so variant or not i that is a huge possibility Unless he escaped prison, it's not like Fisk can't escape prison, and they could write that away like that. 
I mean, but the only thing is, I, I want everyone's expectations to 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 at least know that this is not going to be the Daredevil from Netflix fully, right? He's not going to be bashing people's faces in anymore. Like it's going to be a lot of um, blood splatter and 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 you know uh, angled angled action. I call it angled action because uh, it's not going to be as brutal as the Netflix series was. I mean, you know how brutal that shit was. It it, it, it yeah. held nothing. You know, they, they you'd but you'd want they at one point Phil Wilson slammed the door on some guy's head repeatedly. Yeah, that was like the first season. Yeah, repeatedly until his head came off. You will not see that on Disney Plus, right? Um, although they did offer that up with the shield with uh John Walker. I thought that was pretty cool because I mean, I, I when when you can get such raw emotion, and and that's what I love about uh comic book franchises and 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 these stories is. I mean, there's so much that you can do, so many ways that you can make it relevant. And we're, that's, and that's, you know, to circle back, that's another problem of mine with the Snyder fans is there's so much out there to appreciate, yet they only want this one thing. It's like they want what they can't have. There's my. What's up? I said, "Oh, I ended a sentence. I thought you were gonna." Uh, oh no, I was. No. Okay. Uh, what is Saggy live already? Yeah. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me. I'm gonna screen snipe her. Saggy, Sag. So, for anyone who doesn't know, Saggy does a lot of. Um, oh, it's an it's the new show that she's doing. The Clown Table, episode zero. I don't. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So the <laughs> the Clown Table. What a uh, what a name. That's a fucking hilarious name. What episode zero? It should be episode one. There's no such thing as episode. Nah, zero. there's so much stuff that you know. You just gotta do episode zero. probably to my former co-host who did basically say something along those lines um but you know cool uh here is this this new geeks i don't know who he is i That's believe I on with the new geeks this guy's a major just ape like he's a, he's an asshole this guy's one oh, of like I'm he's sure. one of charbo what's going on brother Hey, not too much, man. I just uh, I don't have a lot of time because I with my kids, but I can slip away for a few minutes. I uh, just wanted to not leave you hanging because you had asked me to come on. No, okay, uh, I'll abandon that whole fucking thing then. Good, uh, fuck honestly, Saggy. Yeah, Black Ops, you can bounce too if you want. Black Ops, where can they find you to uh, continue the conversation? He has stepped away for a moment. All right, whatever. Well, dude. I realized that my mic was muted. So, um, uh, no, you can find me at uh, Black Ops GMB01 at, on YouTube and Black Ops JB on Twitch and Twitter. And you can always find them Monday nights on the Pop Culture Corner. We're going to start mm-hmm. a little earlier, apparently, because Saggy likes to take everybody away right at the same time as the scheduled stream. So, all right, um, Black Ops, enjoy.
All right. Peace, guys. Bye. I don't like when streamers do that. Especially when you when you're friends. Well, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's I, I, people are gonna have to live by their own schedule. I get it, you know. Yeah, so it's no, like I'm on the West Coast, so you know, like that works out well for me because I go later in the evening, and the yeah, only yeah. person I, I I run up against really is Enosh. But like, you we, guys split the e audience. Well, evenly. people will watch both streams; they'll jump in between both streams. You know, so yeah. that's kind of how it how it generally tends to go. Um, and that's fine. I think that's okay. I mean, everyone, you know, like people stream like Dave, the film junkie just wrapped up, you know, he, he was on, uh, I, you know, we have other people that are currently live streaming right now that are just coping hard with, with the news out of the Snyderverse. Um, or I should say lack of news really. And, uh, so they've got their people, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I, I just, at, at this point, I, I don't care. Like I'll go live. People can I find will... me, not find me. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, honestly, you're the only person I wanted tonight. Anyway, uh, it's it's kind of, it's no, it's kind of funny that it worked out that way. So, listen, you know first fucking hand what it's like. Like both of us, both you and I were we were both, but we trust not trusted. But I've I've gone on record saying it. You've gone on record saying it. And honestly, I trusted him because you trusted him. Um. With 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 Mikey Sutton, right? So, yeah. what what caused you to walk away from him as a as a not as a friend because you guys were friends? But what walked what made you walk away from him because what he was doing as a person? Um, basically, uh, the long and short of it was uh, Sill. I think was like the biggest factor. So, you know, Mikey has always done pretty well with his Marvel scoops, right? Like, he's done pretty well with those, and that's kind of his bread and butter. But he's been wanting to, like, corner the market on the DC side of it, right? On the Snyder Snyder stuff. So when, like, all the stuff started going down, like, you know, he would tell me about it. But, I, you know, he, know, he knew where I stood on it. I'm like, I don't think it's happening. If it does, right. it does. Uh, but I'm not going to sit there and, like, I, I personally believe that scoopers have done more to damage fandom than i fandom. think that they've done just in general uh in the last couple of years i think that they've hurt the the movie talk discussion um because they get people's hopes up or they dash their hopes one way or the other and i think that causes people who really believe this stuff to get so overtly emotionally attached that it just causes like there's no way to live up to it you know no way there's no way and and so why why do they continue the so is it the money that 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 makes them? Because how much do you think that 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 Mikey brings in from the Snyderverse? Uh, just talking about it. Uh, I literally have no idea. To be fair, um, I know I know that his bread and butter on his website is Marvel content. Marvel content, and he's and like you said already, he's pretty fucking good with the Marvel stuff. He had an article up today about Daredevil and and what it could be like. Honestly, I read it. I was like, great stuff. But then, literally the same day, he publishes an article about how the Snyderverse, he retracts everything he said about the Snyderverse to date and changes it and, and starts talking shit about Jim Lee. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, which is really weird because, like, Jim Lee is the current, like, head of DC Comics and he's the publisher for DC Comics, right? So it's like he is an executive. Like, they tried call on the stream they're on right now. Uh, it was relayed to me. 
that they were trying to say that Jim Lee isn't an executive that doesn't have his fingers uh, in the, all the little pies and all the little happenings that that's going on. And I'm like, that's just fundamentally not true. Like Jim Lee is there. Like, you know, if you go back and you look at the, at the multiverse panel from the first fandom, it was Hamada, Jim Lee and Greg Berlanti. Right. Like, uh, if, yeah, exactly. And then fandom, Berlanti, bro, bro, Berlanti was doing uh CW. Yeah. Yeah. But then go back to fandom too. And Jim Lee was there talking about the multiverse once again through the different variants of the Crisis on Infinite Earth covers that uh, that was leading towards something that a lot of people were thinking was leading towards a big event. And we know, I mean, well, we I say no in a speculatory sort of way, but look at the Flash. The Flash is now rumored to end opening up the multiverse, leading to a crisis like event, things like that. Obviously, things have been happening within uh, D.C., that Jim Lee is a part of and something that he's heavily, heavily a part of. Well, you have, you have to always think, by the way, uh, I want to pause for a moment. Uh, Disha, is that how I say your name? Yeah. Disha. Oh, Disha? can you not hear me? I can't I... hear myself. So I can't tell if you can hear me. Yeah, no, we can hear you. Stream, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Streamyard, Streamyard automatically echo cancels. So you won't hear yourself. Uh, like I even, I have an audio box. Um, I think Matt, Matt, do you have an audio box? Yeah. So you, anyone who uses XLR will notice that most programs you'll hear yourself and then you have to shut off it. You have to shut it off. Um, but StreamYard does a good job of just kind of bringing you in and, and, and doing the rest. So, um, That's good. Yeah. So I, I just want to say uh, welcome for your first time actually on the show. Uh, hey. Uh, we've been... <laughs> Her and, I, her and I have been communicating uh, about her joining the, the, the show as a, you know, to, to talk to the female side of the, the, the fandom and, and kind of, you know, bring that side up of it. Because not just men uh, read comic books or watch comic book movies. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous stigma. So, I mean, Deisha, do you want, do you pay attention to Geekosity? Do you know what's going on? Like, wh- where do you stand on all this? I don't know anything about Geekosity. I didn't know anything <laughs> about them until like you put up your stream and I'm like, oh, I should probably learn a little bit about it. So I went to their Twitter page and that's the first time I heard of them. And there's, they're real small. I, I don't know. I guess I just never came across my radar. Um, I don't watch too many scooper things. I wait till like the bigger channels, like Real Rejects or um, New Rockstars gets it because usually they wait until something is more confirmed and yeah, solid new, before they put it out there yeah you, honestly you know uh new rock stars honestly i'll give them credit um they 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 don't do scoops they do a little bit of it if it if it like they did the spider-man scoop that john campia leaked that was like the only th- the andrew garfield I, one yeah 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 <laughs> they did that one but everybody did that one so i understand yeah, so even corridor crew covered that <laughs> yeah um so I new rock stars, but 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 what new rock stars does that I don't like is they beat a movie to death with how much shit they do on like if like when Doctor Strange was coming out, they had I think I at one point I counted they had fifty seven theory videos for Doctor Strange and it was just like Jesus Christ, <laughs> my God, I, it's a lot. But I'm just one of those people that. I'll pick something up, and if I like it, I want every piece of information. If it's a weird fucking theory where you're like, I don't know, maybe Tony Stark could come back as Riri Williams' AI voice, 
I'm like, yeah, that yeah, might yeah, never yeah. ever happen, but you tell me every single one of your bullshit theories. I don't give a fuck that you're going to tell me Mephisto is going to be in everything. Keep telling me it and I'll keep looking for him. <laughs> well, well, okay. All right. <laughs> you know what we have here, Matt, right? What? We have a, we have a mentality like Sill's audience. That's literally the mentality of Sill's audience. Is no, with them it's different because like they're it's straight up fucking like you can tell it's lies. Like they're perpetuating things that we know are not true. Where I feel like what which one was it? Oh, um, new rock stars. Once they find it was not true, they drop it. Like with the Mephisto thing, when they kept perpetuating that, they mentioned almost every single time that it was a joke. Yeah, or the that, ones that, that were serious, they gave like proof to be like, This is why I think it's this because this demon picture in the background of Loki. Like, so they were relating it, or some other people are like no, someone said, like, I like the Snyderverse, and now we're going to say, oh, we're bringing it back. And it's like, that's not what he said at all. Like, there's certain things that people twist it. Yeah, they twist and turn the narrative, and, and that's what that's what Matt's here to talk about. Because Matt knows firsthand from both sides, because Matt has been the one who's twisted information back in the day with, you know, whatever. But Matt... Well- I don't. I don't know if I go that far. I like to. I like to feel like I was like I was untwisting. Uh, narrative. It's the narrative that I was involved in. I thought I was trying to disseminate information, but it, it was probably backing something else. It was. It's a very. It's, it's kind. Of, it's like I don't know if I'd call myself propaganda, but you know what? I probably was. Well, right? anyway, we've always stood up against it. We've always, t- you know tried to combat it with the actuality and the actuality is more of that DC is trying to move away from the Snyderverse, right? They, they, they want to distance themselves. And, and honestly, I think eventually Jarbo is going to be the only one person in the world who is actually right. And they are going to drop a nuke from orbit and they are going to blow up the DC universe and start over. Right. I mean, Patents, not patents, and well, actually, what would you say that you'd have to get rid of them too? No, no, because they're not really a part of this. They kind of made it clear that they wanted to do something separate with that to give him his own little dark world. Maybe they'll leak things into it in the future, but I don't think as of now they would need to get rid of his universe. Uh, what about I mean, Matt? What do you? Really I mean, think? I well, I I I stand by my theory that they should just. Uh, get rid of everything and i love the batman and i love peacemaker and there's a lot that i like but i keep saying this and i stand by this again you know it's like that gretzky quote right it's like don't follow the puck anticipate where the puck is going to be right and where is marvel not that's the other side what is marvel not doing high quality theatrical animated movies yep build your universe theatrically build it uh with animation good high quality animation which warner which warner animation can easily do we know that the DC animated stuff does so much better than the live action, right? People like the DC animated stuff. Like the, the, the coercive universe that they built with the animated stuff, starting with the uh, Flashpoint Paradox. I mean, it was fantastic. Like, fantastic. I loved every minute of it. And then it ended with Apocalypse War. And now they're kind of rebooting, and they got Jensen Ackles in there. Jensen just signed on for a third movie after Long Halloween. I would love for Jensen to take over the role, you know, and become the next Kevin Conroy. But you're you're absolutely right. Maybe animation could be the the thing that could combat the MCU. 
and there's less you 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 run the you you don't run the risk of I can't use this character or this character. But you can use them all. As long yeah. as you as long as you can voice them. Basically, I think again it's um it, you know for them it's it's time and it's money uh and you know quality it's that triangle, right? You know, you put you take a triangle and you put time on one point, money on another point and quality on the third point. And then you tell that person you can pick two. <laughs> and right. that that's something I learned in film school. It's like, yeah, you could you know, time takes money. You know, but if you want quality, it will also like you can or you can get it done faster, but it takes money. Uh if you want quality, it takes time, you know, or you can buy quality with money. So it's 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 that kind of idea there. I think DC is in a position where they could absolutely rock it by just rebooting everything. Um I think they're just afraid to do so. It's it's Kind of like um, they, I, I think the company doesn't re- doesn't realize, or doesn't believe that they have the ability uh, to compete with Marvel. And uh, and I and I put out a bit, of, I put out a TikTok today <laughs> uh, that I know is going to make a lot of people mad. But I went on this whole tangent last night because I figured out. Is there any I, way we can get that? Yeah, I can actually share it right now if you want. Yeah, could you share that? Sure, because it's about who should direct. By the way, guys, um, Matt does fantastic tiktoks um highly see what how, how can they follow you on tiktok just real matt jarbo on tiktok is my is my my tiktok okay so uh it's loading up right now give it a quick second there i think it's gonna there we go this is this one i just did is about like who could direct jj abrams direct the next superman movie i think so and let me explain we haven't had a superman movie since 2013's man of steel fans have wanted henry cavill to come back into the role ever since seeing him in the snyder cut and after this weekend's disappointment from san diego comic-con it really feels that the character is up in the air in regards to who will play him and when we might see a solo outing enter in jj abrams jj has had a long-standing production deal with warner brothers but has failed to materialize anything on the dc front warner brothers discovery ceo david zaslav is upset that superman has been left to languish so who better to reinvent the character than the man who revitalized both star trek and star wars not to mention that jj abrams wrote the 2002 movie superman flyby which did cast henry cavill in the role of the man of steel for that film but it ultimately failed because of the director pulling out and when jj asked to do the job himself warner brothers turned him down that's a mistake i don't believe they will make twice anyway your thoughts huh so that's that's my theory I so and it angered a lot of can, people. Can you can you kind of break? I know that you really did. You broke that down well, but can you can you talk? Sure, sure. So uh, back in 2002, JJ did write a script called Superman Flyby. It's not very good. And Warner Brothers had gone through a few different directors and they ended up settling on Mick G, you know, Charlie's Angels, Mick G, right? Oh, my God. No and way. Terminator no. Salvation, Mick G. And so, uh, you know, so he ended up coming on and they cast Henry Cavill as Superman. And then they decided to move the filming of the movie to Australia, in which case Mick G had stated that it was he didn't want to film the movie in another country because he wanted the concept of America of America to be seen in a Superman movie. But later admitted he just didn't want to fly to Australia. So so he pulled out. And when he pulled out, J.J. was like, hey. Hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. Right. And then Warner's is all like, fuck you. Right. So they said, no, you're not going to do it. And then like they canceled the project. They brought in Brian Singer. And they rebooted it as Superman Returns. 
So I'm like, all right. So then J.J. Abrams goes on from there, right? He's doing Lost. He's doing Alias, a bunch of other shows, building up that clout, right? Building up that name. Dude, and, and when he did Lost, he he took himself from nothing. Well, not not a no name, but like a like an ordinary director to a prominent prominent figure. Well, it was mostly, it was producing and it was storytelling and, you know, a lot of it was also Damon Lindelof, but JJ's name was very present. And, and even he's talked about that. And he's like, the problem with that is that when there's good things, he gets all the praise when there's bad things, he gets all the hate, even if he's not directly involved. Right. Um, but it doesn't really matter. Look, look directly towards, um, fucking Cloverfield. From a producing effort. Absolutely. Yeah. He want, he wanted to do an American Godzilla. So they, you know, they created Cloverfield, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. And, uh, you know, like, I saw that movie a lot in theaters. Like, a lot. Um, and so, you know, it's still a fantastic film to this day. But anyway. I, dude, I love, and I, I'm sorry, keep going, actually. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's like, look, J.J. then went on to go do Mission Impossible 3 as his directorial debut. And I think that's the best Mission Impossible movie. I, I think it has, like. It's the most grounded with the highest stakes and never mind the perform the performance from Philip Seymour Hoffman. That was phenomenal. And all the other cast in the movie, uh, it was, it's, I think a great film and that really resonated well with people. Super eight's great too. Super eight. But that was, that was after that was 2011. That was after doing rebooting star Trek. Cause, oh, then, yeah. I, cause then he did star Trek and look, it's true. You know, people want to argue, oh, he ruins Trek. And, like, fuck off, dude. No, he didn't. Like, Trek wasn't doing anything from, like, 2002 nothing, with, with Insurrection. Or, sorry, Nemesis. Uh, to uh, to 2009 in the reboot. And the reboot was, like, really well received. Uh, yeah, the lens flare stuff people made fun of. But then, like, you know, he went to go do Super 8, which is very Amblin Entertainment, early 1980s inspired. That's uh, that. That was that was the whole. I feel like Stranger Things took that whole vibe. Oh no, they, the Duffer Brothers are absolutely influenced by Amblin and by JJ. And and yeah. honest to God, Sean Levy has elevated the uh, the the quality of filmmaking on that show. That the Duffer Brothers have absolutely learned from Levy. Uh, and again, if you haven't seen like you know, um, was it um, the Adam Project on Netflix? Check it out. It's so such good. a good movie. Dude, I was so surprised at how good that was. Yeah, I just watched it again the other day. Because you, you know, you, Ryan Reynolds is great. Uh, Disha, did you watch it? I did. I watched it for my channel. I had one issue with the whole movie, and this is so fucking trivial. But at the end, when sh- the bad lady takes out the gun to shoot him, and everyone else's shit starts flying in, how come the bullet in the gun don't fly? Like the bullet goes over there, but it's like. Everyone's other shit. There's a whole fucking person that flew into there. Why didn't the gun fly out of her hand sooner? But, and I know it's so shitty and trivial. And it's like, it's a movie thing. It was probably just like an accident. They didn't think general people would notice. So I'm like kind of nitpicking, but I'm like, I noticed. It kinda, it, weird. I, I'm the same way with like the opening of the last Jedi. When like they're in the, the one Rose Tico sisters in the bomber. And she like, you know, catches the remote and like drops, like drops the bombs and the bombs just fall straight down. Yeah. In space, with but no it's all trajectory. with no trajectory <laughs> thing. No, no gravity. Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a, it's a beautiful shot. It's it's very well made. But just like the the then like she's also got like it's open space right there, and like you don't need <laughs> to have because they show a guy in the beginning of that and another bomber um 
uh, in another in another B wing who's got like a uh, oxygen mask on inside that compartment, and so she's in there no problem, you know, whatever, he, whatever, he, whatever. It's just it's yeah. movie logic, you it's, know what I mean? It's because they need her face to show, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. But he needs to look the part, yeah, yeah. Right, like, like, you know, like this, you can tell they prioritize prioritize like getting a beautiful shot instead of being like, well, logically this wouldn't work. And for general, like the general public, they normally don't notice like those things where you're like, well, logically they wouldn't work. Normally it's like, wow, that was a beautiful shot. So yeah, I'm not yeah. too picky, but I'm like, I'll notice it. But I'm like, I do kind of understand why you use it, even though it doesn't fit, because, yeah, it does look amazing. <laughs> yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot with those movies. I mean, like, you know, you just got to it, it's movie logic that, you know, I used to work at a theater. I've watched I've watched good movies, bad movies. You know, I, I worked in L.A. for a bit. Good stuff, small stuff, whatever uh you know th- those things happen and like oftentimes it's just like an oversight you know it's it's so it really is just that but uh in the case of um jj which i now forget oh we're talking about adam project sorry sean levy uh you're right you're right about the gun thing but it was a cool ending to the movie and you know it was a, it was a good movie but i think like um i loved it, I loved it. but uh, but back on the jj thing look people can uh can criticize you know like i think into darkness people had like the wrong i don't want to say the wrong idea with it but you know they had they had an idea uh for like you know con right like benedict cumberbatch was like oh he's not playing kong he was con people some people got mad about that i thought it was fine i thought it was that's how you do things yeah you, yeah you mix it up a little bit plus there was triple so like eat shit bitches right like they right. literally had a triple reference in that episode or in that movie like fuck off um and then like, <laughs> i'm easily pleased what can i say but i love you- the new star treks yeah, they're good. Beyond was solid, man. Beyond was really good. I'm looking forward to whatever the hell four is going to be. Um, yeah, but then, but-, but look, you go to Star Trek or Star Wars: The Force Awakens. All right, like regardless of Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker, you go to, you go to Star Wars: The Force Awakens, man. That movie was the pinnacle of of, of everything in 2015. You know, like you can't top that. Literally movie. everything. Yeah, everything. I mean, like you know, yeah, Avatar still led it in the worldwide box office gross, but it's like. It had come up to it pretty pretty well, right at the time, and and it was like making this run for it. And there are people that might might hate the sequel trilogy, but they'll still go. You know what? I I still really dig uh, the Force Awakens because at least that point it felt like there was hope, hope, and something to look forward to. Uh, and then here comes Ryan Johnson and his shits all over it. But um, <laughs> sorry, I'm never gonna like that movie. I I try. Uh, but then you look at something like this. Okay, so like, could JJ do Superman? Well, he's wanted to, right? A lot of these guys want to do it. Uh, that's like a you know a, a, he would make it bright, he would make it colorful, he would make it hopeful, he would give the Boy Scout Superman that so many people out there want a and, chance to thrive. Sure, sure, absolutely. And even though I'm completely against Boy Scout Superman, I find the character to be pedantic and boring and just lifeless and dumb and I want nothing to do with any of it. Give me Homelander every day of the week above actual Superman. Um just cuz I think that the character is more interesting, but I do think that JJ would be able to bring in something that is uh you know, more reminiscent of what Donner did in a way that is it feels more like a Donner movie. Yeah. versus like what what brian singer did uh you know 16 years ago now jeez wow yeah wow i can't even believe that hey i liked uh i mean i liked brandon routh but he didn't fit the part of superman like at all in my opinion like he's not he didn't 
I like Brandon Routh as an actor, but I just didn't think he was Superman, right? I think, well, upon further viewings of the movie, uh, he has grown on me exponentially. The movie itself has grown on me exponentially. The thing with that movie that a lot of people out there didn't like was they were like, why is Superman upset? They were, that, that was the thing. Why is Superman upset? Why is he mopey? What the fuck's going on? He's Superman. He can be doing anything he wants. You know, and then you're like, yeah, but he's also like it's still dealing with like emotion. And that's the thing I, I really find funny about people who criticize uh, Snyder movies. It's like they go, oh, but man, Donner did such a great job. Dude, there was like no character development for for Superman in in 1978. The, no. the character, the character development came in and Superman two, especially the Ooh, Donner Superman cut too. Yeah. You know, but there was no character development for him. It was literally just like there was like, oh, he is Superman. This is a story like Luther. This, I mean, it's a great, it's a great introductory film, but it's like there was nothing there that really kind of set the stakes. Zack Snyder took the character, deconstructed the character, and and approached it from like what would be a more an realistic origin. approach. Isn't yeah, an actual origin? Like I remember seeing the trailer for the movie, which I didn't care for at first because I always feel mo- like Warner screws up their marketing quite often. But like, and then the part is one of the trailers oh. where they're, they're talking about the like the kids in the bus and he saved them. And he's and Clark goes like, well, should I let him die? And then, you know, uh, Pa Kent goes, maybe. And like people got mad at that. They're like, that's, that's not what Pa best. Kent would do. No, that's exactly what fucking Pa Kent would do. Because Pa, for people that don't know in the comics, Pa is very adamant on the sense that he needs to protect his identity, to protect his family, to protect himself, to protect everybody. Right. Superman can be anybody. He's an American. He's well, he's not American. I, I, I know that he was it was truth, justice in the American way. But Superman didn't. Superman was would save anybody at any time in any place like Superman. And that was the whole thing that Pa Kent wanted for, for Clark to be able to choose his own path, no matter what it was, but to always protect the ones he loved. And and. In that situation, I thought that was a real raw moment, right? Telling his son, his young son, who's learning like these incredible abilities, becoming the man of steel. Maybe you should have let those kids die. That was a raw fucking moment. Yeah. It, and and, and yeah, Pa Ken in that movie. That's the way I, that, that I always envisioned Pa or, 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 or Papa Ken, right? That's, that, that was – Cavill is my Superman. His origin, it was all done so well. Um, do I think that Zach went a little overboard on the evil Superman? Yeah, a little bit, but so did Superman and Lois. No one criticizes Superman and Lois. They've done it twice in a row. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. To be fair, I love Superman and Lois. <laughs> I do too. I, I really like the aspect because Superman and Lois, what they did, instead of focus on Superman's origin, they focused on Superman later in life when he has children, right? The dynamic, the fun part of Superman isn't his, because Superman, you put him up against most enemies and he'll destroy them, right? The, the, the interesting part of Superman is watching him try to blend into to the real world, right? And the draw to Superman and Lois is Superman's trying to be a, the hero that Superman is, but also raise a family at the same time. So Super te- family. Yeah. They're telling a whole different angle of, of Clark Kent, right? 
and that's what I like. They 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 strayed so far away from Cavill that it wasn't even funny. There are similarities in the hero of Superman, but not in the storytelling at all, right? So, um, Cavill is my Superman. Tyler Hecklin is a great Superman, but I mean, for me, he's a stand-in, right? Like the, uh, my theatrical like DCEU Superman is Cavill, and I want Cavill back, but realistically could it happen uh matt do you, realistically could cavill come back as superman um so based upon what uh a, a guy on twitter named viewer anon says and, and i think viewer anon has got some got some clout behind him he's been around for a while and people like people seem to respect him pretty hardcore um he has said that from what he has heard henry has been uh warners wants henry to come back henry doesn't want to Whatever that reason may be. And if you think about it, the headless cameo in Shazam, the potential headless cameo in Black Adam, the faceless be. cameo in Peacemaker. Could it be the money? Uh, I think it's more about creative control. Now, I've seen some people argue that it's possible that because Man of Steel, BVS, and Justice League ultimately didn't turn much of a profit for Warner Brothers. I mean, like, Man of Steel... Uh, according to like, I think it was like deadline said it only turned a profit of like 48 million or something like that. 43 to 48 million. Which for one? The Man of Steel. But I think, oh. but then Man of Steel had a bunch of like licensing agreements that made a lot of money before the movie came out. It sold very well on home video. So I don't really know. Uh, and again, that's just box office performance. We're not even talking ancillary, like PVOD cable, things like that. So like, you know, we will never know how much money the movie is actually made actually as a result made, of yeah. those those deals that being said um you know bvs also didn't earn as much as they wanted it to it should have been a billion dollar movie should have been you had the two you had the two biggest names in fucking superhero lore right uh, uh, the only thing you were missing was spider-man right and and because he was on because he's in a uh, he's he's at marvel you had the two biggest names, and and it, that that should have been an easy billion, but uh, word of mouth really fucked that movie over. Well, and the, yeah, and that and that is one of the reasons why the ultimate cut is as revered as it is, because the ultimate cut fixed a like a great deal of the problems with that movie, you know, and uh, and and you know here it is years later, six years later, and people have kind of found a new affinity for it. I feel like these movies have done well on home video. That's probably one of the reasons why the Snyder cut in and of itself has grown to the levels that it has uh, with or without bots and, uh, and everything else. And so what you're looking at though, is a scenario where also justice league has cost about $400 million to manufacture in all of its iterations, right? From when they shot it in 2016 to when it came out a year, a year and some change ago, Warner brothers spent about $400 million. That movie has not made $400 million in profit. Like it has not turned a profit studio like period. So they are like, they are at a place, I think, where they like Zaslav specifically, everyone's like, oh, Zaslav is, you know, is going to be the guy. He's going to do it. I'm like, this guy was an NBC executive. right? <laughs> so he does television. And then he went over to take over Discovery, which does fucking television. And it does it cheaply. Now, granted, I want to pitch a show to Zaslav. I do. Or I really want to pitch a show um, where uh, do you watch IDTV at all? Either of you watch IDTV? A little bit. Do you know like mm-hmm. Joe Kenda? No. No. Um, 
I feel like I forget the, the name of the show, but he's like old retired grizzled, like Denver, Colorado homicide PD, right? Homicide cop. And he kind of, he tell, takes you through these stories, these, these homicides that he supposedly solved, uh, of which there are like, apparently a lot, a lot of people die in Colorado, apparently. Oh, anyway, yeah. so and the stories are pretty good and they, they frame them pretty well. And I'm like, take a concept like that. But you, instead of taking an old retired detective, you take an old retired Batman. And you sit him down, <laughs> you sit him down and it's just like, it could be fucking Keaton. And it's just like talking to the camera, talking head. And they're like, tell me about when you took on, you know, Victor Zaz. And I'll be like, well, let me tell you about the time. It was, it was Thanksgiving night, Gotham, 1958 or whatever the fuck it is. And just goes back through, like, here's Victor Zaz causing this chaos. And here's how Batman caught him. That's it. Right, That's the episode. Right. Half hour, so half hour episode. Yeah. That- <laughs> Would you watch that? Would you watch I- that? Yes, I would watch that. Abs, everyone to fucking watch it, dude. Like flat out. Like that's Adam, my idea. Adam flat quote, out. Adam quoted you as, "I want to pitch a show to Zaslav Jarbo." So that's perfectly um, fine. I would totally pitch it. I got many shows. You kidding me? I, I once took a, took like a whole bunch of web series ideas uh, to Adam dot com back in '09. You know, I had a meeting with them in Studio Century City at their at their location. You know, like to go, and I. By the way, I bombed it. I bombed the, the pitch meeting because I had never done it before. And uh, they were kind enough to talk to me for about 30 minutes, but you but know, you fumbled it. <laughs> oh, it was bad. I didn't, ha- I had like, I had outlines, but I didn't have any like graphics. I didn't know what to yeah. do. Yeah, I just went the there. Like, time. I have these ideas. Give me money. And they you were know? like, no, that's yeah, not they're just, how it works. Kid. They're, yeah. They're just like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, fine. I'm going to go drive home while listening to, uh, to lonely Island. I'm on a <laughs> boat motherfucker, you know? And so it, that was a long time ago, but anyway, you know, it's it's like there's a lot of there's stuff they could do, but it's going to be cheap. Everything is going to be cheap. So when you start to yeah, look at, can I interject? Yeah, yeah, sorry. They're going to do so. Zaslov is needs to turn the company around because in the first year he needs to be able to show investors that he can turn the shit around. So he's going to make a lot of smaller content that costs less, but more more of it, right? So shows like true crime do very fucking well for some reason people, people love, love it right now people love informative murder porn i think south yeah. park labeled it perfectly back in 2008 with that episode about inf- or maybe it was a little later but the whole and make the i think it's from the make love not minecraft episode uh no it wasn't from that episode but it was like the it was just they call it informative murder porn and and i do i do true crime content on tiktok and it's it is it is super murder porn it's just like you get in there with the voice right and you're like she was held down and assaulted multiple times over the span of 12 hours you I mean, you say it like that and it's like terrible shit but people are like yeah daddy give it to me. it's just, it's weird how people get into true crime like that i mean i don't go all yeah daddy give me it but <laughs> but i'm on i'm I... kind of on point though yeah, a little bit, I don't know. little bit, right? I don't it's see getting, it that way. Well, let me ask. Well, let me. I listen to a lot of shit. You, you have to use the Jarbo. <laughs> uh, I I joke around a lot, by the way, but that's uh, what I mean by that is like uh, it's 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 like safe danger is how I'm really trying to frame it. It's when when and I've talked about this with multiple women who listen to true crime who are really into it, and I'm like, so what is it about it that like intrigues you? And it's like it's like it's safe danger. You know, you can hear these stories about hear, yeah, you dangerous things. But you're safe when you're listening, you know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I used to listen to a true crime podcast and take walks through the woods with my headphones. And I'm like, this is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which now yeah. I'm like, you know, that that could have ended really fucking badly. 
Yeah, yeah I've, I've done similar things. Like I drove back from good. Oregon and it was just the same thing. It was just like, you know, middle of the night, middle of nowhere, cereal, you know? Right, like, let right. me tell you the story of Heyman Lee's death and Adnan Cyan and whether or not he's innocent. Like, this is fascinating as fuck. Have you listened um, to the last podcast they, on the left? I haven't listened to that one. I, I've heard good things about it, though. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you're into, like, dirty, gritty shit, like, we're halfway through, they're going to be talking about sexual shit that has nothing to do with the podcast. And then, like, five seconds later, they're going to be talking about shitting their pants. Then this is a podcast for you. I think it's fucking hilarious. I listen to almost all their other podcasts and they're so funny and it makes the scary parts not as scary. But when they get serious, they're like, all right, this shit's going to get serious now. We're not joking because this is fucking awful. But uh, I just, I, I just, love theirs. The way you describe it, I just imagine <laughs> like when they're going to go serious, you just start hearing the beat. You know, it's like, yeah, all right, we're going to get serious, folks. Get ready to drop that mic. <laughs> Right. But they're all like comedians, so there's so many jokes throughout the whole thing, and their whole network, like they have a whole podcast network with a bunch of shows of all their friends, so you kind of get to know everybody. And sure, I listened to five hours of them talking about pirates the other day, and now See, I fucking I, love pirates. I've been Walking trying to like that was never a thing. That was fake for movies. Are you kidding me? Planks not real. I was devastated when I found out. That is that <laughs> I feel I feel lied to now. I feel betrayed. That's absolutely terrible because huh. like you know. Because <laughs> like Walmart used to sell books called Pirateology, right? No and I had this way. guy, not even fucking kidding you. This guy worked for me. Uh, he was uh, at the drive-in. He was actually going to replace me. I was going to quit his manager. Uh, he was going to come in to replace me. The guy had like former Navy, former Air Force and whatever, right? Like my boss loved him and uh, he was a fucking moron. But he he's total fucking moron. But he came on in and he would be always wear pirate shirts. And he's, he would just go, I am a pirateologist. And then we'd all go, what the fuck is that? And he's all like, I bought a book on pirateology. And I'm like, where? He goes, Walmart. So the next time I went to Walmart, I found their book section. I found the pirateology book, and it's basically for kids. Oh, it doesn't tell you about the fun flags. They had a flag of a naked dude on their flag. And that means if those pirates approach you, they're there for debauchery. They're going to rape your men, and they're going to steal all your shit, and then they're going to like send you off. That's what the naked hanging dong pirate um, flag means. That's what well, I, I learned. Mean, at least they're threatening you with a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I guess if that's what your idea of a good time. I don't know. I mean, look if you if you're cruising on up and there's there's going to be one. There's always one that's going to be like, ooh, I could I could join. Shiver the ship. me timbers, baby. <laughs> Anyway, thank uh, you, uh, thank you, Toasty Paws, for the 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 dollar the dollar super chat. Um, but uh, we're I mean we're we're gearing towards the uh, that that end spot. Um, but I, I do want to get some final thoughts on you guys. Um, and of course, uh, D Show will be back. Um, uh, Wednesday, you're gonna come back, right? Um, yeah, I can do Wednesday. You can do Wednesday. And yeah. uh, so she'll be she, she'll be more uh, frequent on the channel, um, and uh, that that's gonna be really fun. I can't I, I really can't wait. Uh, but Matt, I want to uh, both of you. I want to get your final thoughts on uh, Scoopers, uh, Sill. I mean, do you think that the 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 walls are closing in on Sill at this point? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I think what it was is he, he right now he's he's streaming live. And uh, people people are talking about it privately as they tend to do. And uh, you saw the you saw the leaks coming out of the out of his group DM, right? No, so no one will tell me what they are. 
Oh you, yeah, no, they're they're there. They're basically just them talking shit, right? It's you, like this is them talking shit. Do you have them? Uh not directly with me at the moment. Um I'd have well, to go dig for them, but I if I'd... you if if you get them, send them privately to me. I would like to see them myself without showing them to the public. Yeah. Right? Uh it's just it's mostly just look, it's it's just it's just like it's just shit talking is all it is. You know, it's just that's real I mean, look, I'm sure there's more in there that like may be worse or whatever. You were um, a target though, right? Yeah, but I'm a target to a lot of people. Or I was at least for a while. So I don't really yeah. Like they can what are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, hey everybody, we're gonna talk about the polar bear again. Well fuck man, where have you been? Right, right. I right. made a polar bear say very bad things ten years ago and people have not let me forget it. Yes. Uh yes. you know, but it's also like you have to own these things too at the same time. You know, like I'm in Alaska and I, I come across this like six and a half foot tall stuffed polar bear. And I just take a selfie with it. I'm like, meta fan. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, that's- it's like because you have to laugh at yourself. Otherwise, you're just you're going to fall into this descent of. And yep. that's kind of what's happening with Syl and those guys right now. So to quickly answer your question about Mikey and everything, I'll just give a quick, quick, quick overview. So I met Mikey in 2019. He was recommended to me by somebody who watched my channel uh, talking about like scoops in regards to like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Through that, I talked about him. Mikey actually sought me out because he he name searches himself. Uh, that was also during the whole Spider-Man debacle, which he was one of the people at the time who co- correctly called what was going to happen. Although I do feel now if if you would have paid attention to anything that was going on back then, you would have known that it was going to be rectified. They were going to find a way to fix it because like it's billions of dollars on the table here, literally in the case of No Way Home. So obviously it's going to work. Right, anyway, right, right. So we kind of became tight friends from that talked practically every day right all the way through this night diverse all the way through the release all that shit uh he would come onto my show and he would drop scoops that you know about star wars uh designed to piss off the fandom menace he ultimately hates doomcock doesn't like midnight's edge and we all don't yeah he doesn't like grifters we talk can't make this shit up exactly so he doesn't like grifters or whatever and uh and and then all of a sudden he gets in with sill and they start covering pretty much just exclusively dc okay fine whatever all right, I don't I don't watch Sill. I stopped watching Sill. But was, what does this sound like to you? Lightcast? Does it not sound exactly like because Lightcast started the same way where they started talking about everything and then they narrowed into just the Snyder stuff because of uh Taylor. Well yeah. Snyder because Taylor got uh well what should we say his real name? I don't know. Well, Taylor Murphy is what he identifies as. That's not that's that's not his full name. That's just his first and middle name. Uh, you can find right. his full name out there, but he's also gone at this point, or he blocked me on Twitter. So I have no well, idea what he's up yeah, to. I, I contacted him. Listen, if he wanted to change his ways and actually do a show, I would invite him to to work with me because he's a smart kid, a smart guy. He just he got involved with with Matt. Matt was the real problem if you think about it matt was the one who twisted taylor made it seem like he was this elusive guest anytime he came on that they were going to drop tea and and talk about the snyderverse so you know i I bet there was a lot of pressure there for 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 taylor and he you know he had to keep that shit going much like mikey and sill now so my the 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 well is running dry on the Snyderverse, so they have to start making stuff up, or at well, least 
God. What what is it? Yeah, I mean, like, look, they the this this last week threw a lot of stuff in the in the air. All right. Like the deadline saying that Henry Cavill might pop up. Um, and that, you know, the for, to talk Superman. And then it was like, ooh, isn't will he, won't he, will he, won't he? And then, you know, I think on Mikey's website he basically says that Warner Brothers is going to announce Man of Steel too. Uh, or might announce Man of Steel too. He uses very weaselly words to kind of be able to get out of jail when he's, you know, when he gets caught on this shit. Um, and then from there, you know, like, oh, you look at the Shazam trailer and they're like, oh, yeah, they referenced the Snyderverse. So obviously this means that it's restored. Zach is going to be working with uh, Teen Titans Go. Obviously, that means this is restored. Never mind the fact that it takes about 17 months for an episode of Teen Titans Go to come together. That's on their wiki. I looked yep. it up. It's on their yeah. wiki, 17 months. So he would have signed an agreement at like the tail end of 2020, beginning 2021, in the hype leading up to the release of the Snyder Cut. So it's just, again, do fucking research. Jesus Christ, it's Google. It's not university. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to, like, trek into some, like, decrepit dungeon of a, of a college and find some old dusty tome from, like, 800 years ago. It's Google shit, right? It's just fucking ridiculous how goddamn brain dead these idiots are but you know hey listen it's the internet uh now now, maybe maybe my keebler knows or my german knows whatever you want to call it my pbs knows but i smell a lot of bullshit when it comes to the scoops that have to do with the snyderverse and i smell a lot of bullshit when it comes to have you ever watched Sil stream yeah i was watching i was i was listening to it a bit earlier before coming on here he Uh, has he has no idea what he's talking about film-wise. He never went to school for film. I, Matt, I, I know you did. Mm-hmm. I know I did. And I know that he has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to anything aside from what he hears from Mikey. He doesn't know how the process works. He doesn't know how a movie comes together. He doesn't know how much work goes into a spe- I didn't... I went to film school, but animation, that's a whole separate fucking thing. You got to learn to, vi- you know, do visual effects. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's a lot more that goes into it, but the fundamental processes of getting just, it on television yeah. or made. Sorry if, you, if my kids are playing next to the door. No, 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 why, no. Don't be, don't be sorry. Uh, they, uh, but ultimately, yeah. So, so to kind of just round this whole thing about the reason why I walked away from Mikey was because when they were pushing the Snyderverse content, like into the whole Scoop Center shit or whatever it was, they're trying to brand it. Yeah, they, was br- it, it was kind of like Sports Center. Well, yeah, yeah. He he like still likes to rip off other people's brands and like claim them as his own. So he calls himself the People's Champ, which is oh. the Rock. Yeah. He he is he's tried branding himself as some black guy. Well, some black guy is on YouTube. A guy named Derek Blackman. That's his real name. He's also my personal friend. I've known Derek for years. Derek is cool as fuck, right? So it's like, no, nah, man. Like I even told Derek about it, and he was laughing. You know, it's like, so he doesn't, so then he's now doing like the scoop center. And if you look, it's literally just a Googled image of sports center. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. it. It's like right up here. Yeah. It's literally just ripping off another company's branding, but he doesn't care because he's a hype man. Now that's how he was explained to me by people involved with the operation. I've spoken to multiple people associated with, with geekosity and everything else. So I got a little bit of insight on a couple things. Uh, some stuff I feel okay talking about, other stuff not so much just okay, because it's not my place. But, I mean, look, the thing is I'm a big thing about ethics, right? I, I, I'm a big guy you've on always, ethics. You've always been, if not 
if if anything else, you've always had integrity and you've always shown that journalistic integrity. I try on, on the journalistic side. I've had falters other places, but where I'm only human. But the thing is, though, when it comes to this, it's like, look, my understanding of it is Syl and Mikey split Super Chats and they split the uh, the members on the channel. Right. Like Mikey provides the content, Syl provides the space for the it. Platform. The platform for it. And they have a very like dedicated, very cult like audience. So here's the thing with that. I don't care that Mikey has a yeah. business dealing with Syl. I don't give a fuck about any of that shit. But when Mikey talks about it on his website and he and he uh, he doesn't say he'll finally he finally started using the terminology a, ch- a show I'm on or a show I own my show. He said my show. I think so. My show on one of the one of the uh, the articles about Snyder and whatever recently. But like before then, he was like, oh, I was on Syl Abdul's channel here talking about it. And I'm like, but if you have a financial connection to that channel, if you are being financially compensated for being on that channel, then you need to disclose that you have business dealings and financial gain from being on that channel. Because I do know this because Mikey has told me himself is that Snyderverse content on his website does not yield clicks. Period. And, And they do. You said about a million clicks a month. Uh, they, this la- back in May, they did 1.5 million according to similar web, but that's also Dr. Strange 2's release. I'm pretty sure July will be a little bit higher because of Thor. But after that, when it starts to dip off with no Marvel content, it drops down to like the 650 somewhere in there. It just drops off. It starts to drop because otherwise no one really cares unless it's Marvel. So covering more, uh, more Snyder stuff won't mean shit. Now, Mikey has tried to argue, I've heard him say this before, that he knows that Black Adam's The Rock is going to, you know, The Rock's Black Adam's going to be huge because he's seen the analytics from writing articles about it on his website, but now they're shitting on it over there after after the display at Comic-Con for not having Cavill because they played up having Cavill. Still did take the L on that one. He said he says he did think that it that wait, wait, was going to be there. He admitted to it. He did admit to it the other day that he that he did a hundred percent believe that Henry Cavill was going to be a Comic Con. And listen, um, I, I we you and I both hoped it would happen, but we weren't expecting it. No, oh, yeah, not at all, man. I, I yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, but anyway, so to quickly recap again, why I walked away from Mikey when this whole thing happened with the Snyder stuff, and they started doing that little that little avenue right there. Uh, Mikey's working on this comic book, right? And in this comic book, he was going to feature me. I, I was going to be like an, an Alex Jones type character, right? And uh, named Garbo because my last name is Jarbo. So like named Garbo off after like a movie called uh, Garbo Talks, which stars Greta Garbo from like the 80s, I think. I don't know. It's a dumb fucking name, but whatever. It was still a flattering <laughs> gesture, right? It's a flattering gesture. You know, to like, oh yeah, I'm putting my, fr- I'm gonna, I'm gonna write my friend into my comic book, and you know, whatever. Well, this, this, this idiot Marcus called that. He said the, he said, you know, something stupid, and then he used the word Matt Garbo. Oh so yeah, yeah. They're so using I, it against you now. Yeah, and they tried to argue the whole pedophile thing, as I have said multiple times, uh, Marcus. Uh, if you want to actually say that to my face, why don't you come on my show? Yeah, and I will eviscerate you. <laughs> like the tiny penis bitch that you fucking are. Yeah. I will make it so you will never be able to do anything again with an erection because you will be so embarrassed by the minuscule size of that flea cock that you call the dick. Yeah. 
that you will just fuck off to eternity. How about that shit? Huh? Why, don't you, why don't you come on and be a man? Come on and talk. Come on and call somebody, a father of two young girls. Call, call that guy a pedophile. Try it. Try it. Dude, and, I, and, and see I, how I, fucking loud I can get. Yeah. Because yeah. I can get loud. Yeah. And I can get angry. And I have no problem. None. I went off on a guy the other night. I almost used a gamer word. I'm like, whoopsie. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, Uh-oh. I was pissed. Uh-oh. I was pissed. I caught myself. I caught myself. I'm like, I'm not going to say it. Not going to say it. But anyway, that's the whole point. Right? They took the Garbo thing over there and they turned that into a pejorative because they, 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 because I kept saying it's not going to happen. And there was, apparently I have influence on that shit, right? I have influence on people. I keep being told this. I'm just a fucking moron with a microphone. That's it. But it's like, I keep being told I have influence that I'm negatively impacting pro Snyder people's mental health because I'm just like, it's not happening, you know? And I'm like, that's for one, that's not my fucking job. That's not my fucking job to mitigate your fucking emotions. Sorry, I'm not trying to swear as much. But but that's, but (laughs) anyway, uh, and so that's what, and so I told Mikey about this um, and I told him to remove me from the comic because it was happening over there. He was letting it happen. And and I told him to remove me from the comic and to not use my likeness and everything else. And uh, and that was kind of about it, where it's like, I don't care if you want to, like, sell bullshit to people. I'm not going to be a part of it. But don't prop me up as some kind of villain because I disagree with you and then still claim to be my fucking friend over it. Or let people people try to say that I'm a pedo or people say all this shit about me and all this shit. Like, and still say that you're my fucking friend. Like, I would defend you. I have defended you. To, you've, to people you've defended him to the end of the earth too so that- it's like you know i did and it's like but that's that's what happened with that shit so uh i mean and basically it's just like he knows it uh he knows it and you know what he's according to one of his personal friends again i won't say who but one of his personal friends uh they believe that he's drunk with fame you think um so? oh yeah, yeah oh yeah and that that uh hasn't boded well for the comic i'll just leave it at that Okay. So whatever you might hear about the comic, I wouldn't trust it from what Alrighty. I've been told. From what I've been told. Yeah, and the co- the comic looks like trash anyway. I wouldn't read it. I, I mean, I, I, I it's not it, it's not a, it's not something I would read. It just, I mean, good for him for being artistic and like you know somehow getting it published and shit. But it's not something I would read. Uh, maybe if you were in it, like, and he didn't shame you. Uh, cause doing something like that to your friend, that's not a friendship. That's, that's me. Like, that's just mean. So I, 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 I'm so sorry, Jarbo. No, I'm fine, man. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I, I've been shit on enough by people over the years and I've lost people that I thought were friends for stupid reasons. I don't, when it comes to YouTube, it's everything's at arm's length. I'm a nice guy. I'm an easy to get along with person. A lot of it's at arm's length just because it's like fuck it i just that's where i keep myself right and and uh if you had any last words to say to it like if 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 mikey and sill were right in front of us right now what would your advice for them be quit stop Literally? lying to people stop lying to people you know what i mean like just stop lying to people stop saying like the you know the thing i remember Lightcast or not Lightcast, but cultured nerd saying when talking about ben affleck as batman and the potential return is that Batman has already signed the contracts. I, I, Affleck has already signed the contracts. I remember him saying that. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, they, they 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 went with that narrative hard. So it's like that's the whole notion. Is is they've uh uh they so quit 
Yeah, they, they just stop. I don't don't stop. You don't have to quit YouTube. Just stop doing what you're doing. Stop being a dick. I like to troll, but people know that about me, and it gets a reaction. Like somebody had had tweeted out a picture of Wayne T. Carr as Green Lantern. I just quote tweeted it and said, "Who's this?" Hey, ah, not Green Lantern. You know me. You know me. I I I want Wayne T. Carr as my Green Lantern. So. Why? Because have you seen him act? Yes, I have. You asked me this before. I he was in, he was in Macbeth, tragedy of Macbeth, and that's when I've seen him act. Did he have like right. one line? Yeah, but you're right. You're right. You're right. I haven't seen. <laughs> I, shut the fuck it was a up. Real good line. It was a real shut good up. Line. It was the best <laughs> line. It was the it was the greatest of all lines. No, you know? but, no. <laughs> shut up. No, I uh, have nothing against Wayne T. Carr, but again, when I when I when I do that, my my you know, I've put out a video on one of my side channels titled "The Trouble with Wayne T. Carr," and people got really fucking mad at me for it, and like it got brought up to Wayne, and I said, "No one has seen him act," and he's like, apparently, his response to that was, "Yeah, that's true. No one has seen me act," and so it's not about like, and again, as I kept saying, it was like it was not Screen Actor Guild approved there was no unions involved wayne t Carr was never ever 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 going to be john stewart ever be, not in a million fucking years snyder did film in the driveway but he did it without consent of the studio and then the studio said no you're not using it so theoretically jarvo's right Green uh, Wayne T. Carr was never Green Lantern. He was he was the thing is though he shot the, he, put, because he shot the Marsh yeah yeah you couldn't make new contracts and the only reason that Wayne was actually because Wayne admitted it on my show that Ray Fisher was the one who said Wayne get let Wayne do this right and and then Zach yeah because they're Fisher. friends yeah. they're friends yeah. Zach is like yeah. I want to put in somebody I want to do John Stewart maybe. Like, who do we know? Because this is this is how it works in Hollywood, and I love this, right? I'm like, who do we know who can fill this role? And then, yeah. you know, Ray does the, the uh, uh, theater acting and Broadway and acting. And he knew him from the Shakespeare Festival. And he knew him, and they're friends. I think they're best friends. They are they are best friends. So it's like, he, yeah, he's like, he was like, oh, yeah, hold on. I got my buddy, right? And it, that's how it works. That, that is, I'm not even making that the fuck up. Like, that's how often it works in Hollywood a lot. Is yep. that like, who do you know? Because if you know someone that you can trust, the person that you're that's asking will then trust your decision because like they're putting that in you. It's a lot of it's a lot of just like who, you know, and who you trust sort of thing, especially trusting someone to keep it quiet. So you're going to want to keep they, they didn't put out a casting call. They didn't do any. They didn't go on fucking Craigslist. They didn't do nothing. They just like got a friend yep. to come on in and do it. And that was that. And then, but everyone is like, oh my God, he's fucking Green Lantern. And it's like, no, he never was. Stop this. Sh like, I'm not saying don't support Wayne T. Carr. 100% support Wayne T. Like he has said that doors have opened as a result of this. Perfect, fantastic, awesome. Yeah, that's a Dude, great thing. That's the best thing you can get for doing nothing. Literally, for just showing up and standing and, in and, like a mocap suit for yeah. 20 minutes in a driveway. And then, and then you, you know, doors are opening down the road. Fe fucking fantastic, right? Exactly. Uh, but anyway, I got a dip because I got I got to go take care of my yeah, kids. Yeah, we're wrapping up right now. Anyway, so Jarbo, uh, if you guys know, uh, Three Buck Theater almost every night as a show. Uh, Hollywood After Dark, one of the best. Uh, uh, definitely the better late night show that's on at that hour. Uh, so definitely check it out.
Thank you. I I have fun doing my show. I swear a lot more than here. It's okay. It's fucking it's fucking fire, dude. It's fucking great. And I often appear uh sometimes. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Daisha, it was really nice meeting you. Sorry, I don't mean to like nice cut you off you or too. nothing like that. Um <laughs> So, but uh, no, thank you guys. Uh, yeah, I, I, sh- I don't know if I'll be on tonight or not. I might take the night off. I'm tired. Well, well, if you don't send me the link, because I'll be up. I slept till fucking. Okay, it, it will probably be like in an hour. Uh, okay. If I right. if I go, because um, yeah. I I got nothing. I, I'll just I, play I, video games if I if not. It's uh, it's eleven eleven. Make a wish, by the way. And uh, I need to run to the store. They close at midnight. So, uh, Jarbo, go take care of your kids. You All know right. I love. You know I love you. I respect you. And uh. I'll back you up every. I appreciate day. that. Also, Cylon hit me up on Twitter, dude. We can talk found footage movies, man. Uh, yeah. I also made a found footage movie too. Yeah, so, we'll ta- we'll talk about that yeah. uh, another day because uh, we'll watch it. Yeah, we should watch. It's short. It's like seventy one minutes, I think. It's short. Yeah. All right. All right. Now it's just the two of us for a couple yeah. minutes. <laughs> so, tell me, uh, tell me a little about about a little bit about yourself. Oh man! After this whole show, is this? A- I don't really know DC well. Well, like, at all. I, what I know about DC, I'll bring you I, up. I'll bring you up to speed on everything. Like I'll tell you what I know, and I don't know background news. Like my experience with DC is <laughs> the CW shows, which I liked. Their CW was my hot trash channel, where I'm like, this is not going to be the best quality, but I'm going to have so much fun watching it. It's so, guilty. <laughs> that's called that's called a guilty pleasure. Yep, and everyone's so hot on it. That's why I'm like, this is hot trash. If you want to go Su- see hot people doing things, it's on here. <laughs> Supernatural is my favorite show of all time. Oh, I love Supernatural. I know it went like I, 17 seasons too long, but they could have kept that show my whole hey, life, hey, and I would still hey, watch it every day. Hey, hey. <laughs> well, they, first off, they went 16 seasons, and it was 16 not enough seasons. They, they could more. keep going every day, and I yeah. would still watch it. I'd be like, maybe you shouldn't, but I'm still gonna enjoy it. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, I just wanna, I just wanna say that, um, you know, thank you so much. Uh, I, I, so, how do, you, how do you know Eric? Eric, who? Because <laughs> who put you in touch with me, Eric? Right. I don't know. Someone emailed me one day. Yeah, it was Eric. <laughs> Eric. Okay, I was like, someone just emailed me, and I'm like, "Oh, is this legit?" <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so you have a channel, right? Yeah. And it's called Disha's Always Watching. Yeah, I do movie reactions, TV show reactions, and trailer reactions. Okay, and we at the Pop Culture Corner, uh, we are trying to recruit her to become a female host of a not only side by side with me, but uh, some more female. Uh, driven superhero content or even CW hot garbage content. Uh, I did fall off that when I started doing my channel, I fell off of watching like a lot of shows. Now the things I watch, I usually record myself doing well, <laughs> so I can make money. Yeah. Well, I will, uh, like I said, I, I professionally edit, so, uh, we'll get you, we'll get you where you need to go. And, uh, you know, we've been, a honestly, my channel has been a, a jumping off point for a lot of people. Uh, you know, Jack, Austin, Caden, Caden now works with a, uh, I, well, I actually can't say what Caden does for work because he, he keeps it private, but, uh, he, I was on his resume. Uh, Jack is, he was on, I, I was on his resume. Austin built the channel, uh, after leaving here that is, you know, doing well. 
Uh, so we would love to have you here and, and as part of the family. Uh, it'd be, you know, you, myself, and Freddie. And, uh, you know, obviously, it, it'd be really fun. Uh, but we'll talk more about that off screen and off air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say uh, that you were really fun. Uh, you're really, you know, you're, and especially in the chat, uh, you, you couple zingers, by the way, thank you for the geekosity spelling because I cannot believe that I've been spelling it wrong this whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah, like, so I'm like, uh, just let me know. I'm like, it might do better in search. Yeah, S- SEO. <laughs> yeah, SEO is hugely important. Um, but I used to love Arrow and Flash too. But what's what's Arrow? So how do you end Arrow without Arrow? Without like the last three episodes of Arrow didn't feature Oliver Queen, and it yeah. it, it was so bad. I might have liked it better if I liked the actress that played his daughter, but the, for yeah. some reason, when I, I see her face, I, I want like to hit the, it. I, yeah. I think it's like you. Catherine McNamara, I think, yeah. played her. Yeah. Um, She's probably a lovely person in real life, but her face oh, just no, makes yeah. me mad. Yeah, yeah. No, no, exactly. Exactly. Um, but all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up because I do have to hit the store and I got to make Jarbo's channel. Uh, Disha. What's his gotta... channel? Maybe I'll catch you guys on there later and watch that stream. So watch, uh, look up three. With the number three buck theater, three buck. I'll send it to you. Okay. All right. I'll text you it. And then uh, I do want to ask you a couple more questions um, about, you know, other things too. So uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We had uh, uh, a good amount of people in here today, almost up to 30 um, at one point. So uh, now that we're being a little bit more regular, uh, the audience is starting to come back. I really want to say thank you guys. I know I took a hiatus and it was hard to know when I was going to be here, but uh, I am back more consistently. Uh, and uh, all the super chats, all the memberships, all that shit helps. So I can help D- Disha get a camera because uh, because uh, she doesn't have. Uh, just kidding. Oh, I have a camera. I just don't use it right now. <laughs> I don't look camera ready right now. <laughs> it it was a joke. Um, no, we need to support her drug habit. <laughs> That's really what it is. No, uh, <laughs> no. Just, just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We will see you next time. At the Pop Culture Corner, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. Ring that notification bell so you don't miss any future uploads. Head over to Disha's also always watching and subscribe to her channel. Uh, and then you can feature, you know, come over here and watch her uh, hang out with us. So until then, we'll see you next time. We do it for you. Bye. And we do it for the culture. <laughs>